You're listening to Artitude, a podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind with David Seeger. Hi, David. Hi. It's great to have you here, I must say. I haven't seen you for how long? I mean, oh, it's, we haven't really been together till since... Since March. Since March. I mean, David is. Uh, shall we tell the audience your age, so in order that they understand? I'm 82. David is 82, and and sure, he was quite considered concerned about uh, all that was going on here. So so we were really careful to meet each other, weren't we? So. But now we have a situation, actually a lovely situation. It's uh, we're sitting outside in front of my house and in the garden um, we just had the problem with the farmer uh, next door I would say so he was with his tractor and really really quite loud and I was really worrying that we could continue with this outside but he has his break now and I hope we can get our show done here in the garden in the sunny light and uh, what what is it too bright. Is it, is it too bright? Shall I take it down? Yeah. Okay. Just hang on. Uh, it's all the live situation and just take the white paper away. I have a white paper and, and is, is it better, David? Is it better? Yeah, and even this. While we're at it, looks uh, my eyes get d dazzled. Yeah. Do you want my sunglasses? Yeah, that. One. All right. Cheap sunglasses. It was a ZZ Top song. I think. Wow. You're looking cool. <laughs> Great. David, yes. Where do we gonna start? I mean, I would like to start um, with your um, work and with your background from England. When did you start? You used to be an art teacher. Maybe you can tell us oh, a little the, bit. The story begins a long time ago. Um, I, d I did teach in a, uh, an art college, a very well-known fine art department in Leeds, in Yorkshire. I was a student there in 1955 and was co-opted onto the staff, more or less at the point when I left. 
A background before that was that I grew up with a pretty creative family. My dad was musical, textile designer. Yes. Uh, my grandmother was involved in the arts as a secretary of the local arts club and knew a lot of artists. So I had what was then defined as art, which was mostly very sweet and eloquent landscape paints of the Yorkshire Dales, which is where I started. I went to a grammar school where the uh, the principal instrument of art making was the pencil. Sure, uh, sure. It was different so than I that, left it's... the college, uh, the, the school, and was luckily accepted in the college on my pencil drawings. When was it? When this was, was, I left school in 1955. All right. So um, my kind of searches began then. Incidentally, on my um, visiting card, I described myself as a student of everything. All right. And yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. That is, that We love is that. <laughs> a description of my attitude to what an art student should be. It's a student of everything. There is no boundary. Um, okay, yeah, there are yeah. affinities that every person who decides to become an artist. I, I mean, my definition is every single person is an artist. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's uh, a sentence. Those who end up in art schools are those who have found pleasure in a box of watercolor paints or some sticky dough or glue and tissue paper yeah, or something yeah. that has exploring, exploring, uh, exploring. evoked response in their peers and teachers and parents that he's artistic. Yeah. Just look how clever he is because he's made these wonderful things. Um, and I was very definitely one of those. My my dad was a twin, and his twin brother was one of these Dale's painters. Um, unfortunately, when I was five years old, he died. So my other dad, he was uh, no, uh, an identical twin to my dad. So I didn't know which was which at the time. All right. uh, oh, okay. So... It was inevitable that because I had these so-called artistic tendencies, that I would inherit his uh, footprint uh, and become the family artist. And that was long before I even considered going to art school. I was actually uh, very interested in farming. Um, Are you? Yeah, I, I, I see spent that. a lot of time at the David, local farm as a very small child. David brought me a, a lot of uh, vegetables this morning as he came over here. Was it beetroot and uh, and beans? Beetroot and uh, purple potted beans that turn green when you cook them. I should make a couple uh, of photos and for you. And a nice big courgette. So, uh, and the tops of the beetroot are just as good as spinach and just as nutritious and tasty. So, absolutely. So, you've got... Definitely the green thumb, you know. It's a nice little idea, but um, I, I did a counselling course at one of my loops into uh, the unknown um, yeah. to understand my creative process a yeah. little better. Yeah. Um, 
And one of the games that we were offered on that uh, course was that you sit down and make a list of all the things you are, you know, which is like yeah. male, father, husband, um, idiot, whatever. You put everything down yeah. you were, that you're good at. Rock climbing, um, Aikido, all right. Practitioner, etc. Right. You start early so as you've well got a list, Aikido. maybe two pages long, yeah. and you start crossing them off. If you know, if you had to give one up, which would you give up? Gradually, you come down to one, and unbelievably, and it shocked me that the one I was left with was Gardner. Was it? It wasn't art. But, you, but you're still going to do that. And and I do it. I can't keep my hands out of the earth. Um, and and your God is great, isn't it? I mean, well, it's it's just nature. You you know you you're close to the earth. I'm a what you might call a sensation type in the classification that Carl Jung put on us. You know, the yeah. sensation, the thinker, the intuitive, the feeler. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was born as a Libran, so I'm actually an air sign. But I tilted my prime function towards sensation because I wasn't I had a serious blockage to my thinking process. Ah uh, yeah, I, I think every artist old. can can sing a song about that, isn't it? Yeah. Somehow I mean Well anyway, I had, I am the other issue in my um, um astrology is I have what is called a ground trine in Earth. I've actually four planets in triangulation. Wow, wow. what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. They all set each other off and they're all Earth planet. So three Earth of a grand trine in Earth. So uh, that actually, you know, I resonate very much. The other issue in my astrology is I'm a Gemini, so I've got two centers. So I've most certainly got the sensation center well developed. Yeah, and but that makes 40s, life not easier, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then in my 40s, I ended up going on an MA course to learn to think and write. Um, it took me a whole summer to write my diagnostic essay, the very first <laughs> essay I'd written since I left school. Um, which actually got me into the course, uh, and I came out of it. Yeah. Um, well, the course was a year, but three years later, I ended up with a twenty-five thousand-word essay on Mark Chagall. So, all right. Uh, I did quite a lot of distillation in that direction. So that's we can say twenty-five thousand words are are around one hundred pages, one hundred twenty pages, isn't it's it? It's a good a, yes. That's so. that's. Pretty well, it like and like uh, smaller. It, it was a, a, a useful and uh, exploratory study into the creativity of uh, Mark Chagall. Yeah, uh, and I used a bit more young of his ideas about, as, as met about methodology to uh, consider his painting for right. dreams. Ask Chagall himself and those who have written about him in okay. his biographies. Um, 
how they could be interpreted according to his life. And uh, things came out of that that um, weren't in the official biography. I discovered all sorts of things, but I that's another story. That. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, no, that's great. I mean, it's it's really great for what you discover if you start to write about a subject. And, and if you if you keep this discipline somehow that you stick to the things. Well, it meant um, I read every book that had been written about Chagall. I'd actually seen the... Um, final exhibition that he had at the Royal Academy in London. Uh, I visited it three times. Um, that was the only um, input I got from the actual work, but um, there's an amazing book by, now what's it called? Um, I can't remember. His main biographer, I will remember it. If you remember point. it, I, I'm going to put that uh, into my link, to, uh, the podcast link. You will, we will come to it later. So and yeah. I, I write it down, guys. And if you're interested in it, you, you can, you can, you can. Well, it's it another up. story, and yeah, it's, a, it's a very good story because, uh, uh, but you know, we're we're not here absolutely. to talk about that. No, but I think I think uh, we might catch up again sometimes, and uh, I'm sure we we will find uh, a lot of other stories to 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 talk about and to keep the. The audience informed somehow and entertained because that's the thing. Uh, I love it. <coughs> This is now my second blog, and it's great. You know, you really um, you can shout out your stories into the world. You know, and everyone can listen to it. Well, it's the point, isn't it? That the you know we live in the universe. We're all unique and different. Um, And in the end, we write our story of what the universe is and who we are in it. Um, the universe only exists in our experience of it um, and the story we can tell about it. We read other people's stories for a shorthand of yeah. the, the yeah. tests of whether what we are thinking and whatever is on the right line. So every story that we tell is a question. Absolutely, and and that will never end. I mean, uh, indeed, every every time we find an answer to a question, a new question appears as well. So, but you, you can actually yeah. say that a scientific theory is a story. You know, it's a story of that particular exploration into that particular item or occurrence or event that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, give some yeah. insight as to uh, how wrong it has been before you did the how wrong the theory is before you did the experiment, yeah, and you yeah. come out a little bit kind of closer to the real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still a journey, isn't it? I mean, stories are actually good. Stories always a journey. You know, I mean, there are some couple of good books. The journey of the hero. I mean. Young was quite inspired from this idea as well with his archetypes, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he he loved it. He loved his archetypes. Yeah, his, his his archetypes. Yeah, great. David, so how how long have you been a teacher in England? Well, I've been teaching 24 years. Um, the uh, the, same, at the a, same university. It was a a, a conventional art school. Um, which was set up in the 19th century 
there was a series of art schools. What was the name of the of the school? Leeds Co Leeds College of Art, the the college that Henry Moore went to, and Barbara Hepworth, and um, quite a few. Uh, you met a couple of pop people. Stars. There. Yeah, what was that? Uh, you know? So you told me you told me that you became friend with. Um, I forgot the name. David Hockney was at school with me. Yeah. Uh, so we've, we we we're not friends. I don't. I'm I've had a very was it a competition? Remote encounter with what, him. What but, is it a competition between you? But and I'm David? very close to his work. I listen to, and and at the minute there is a series of eighty outtakes of a film that was made about him. Uh, that are actually currently on Facebook that is worth looking up by Kaluga Pictures. I might put this link into underneath. It's, my thing. it's extraordinary, and the, there is a real beauty in the. Um, uh, what should we say? I mean, the, the, the generosity yeah. of Hockney to share yeah. his insights and his. Uh, encounters. He is the modern day witch doctor who dreams for the community. Um, everybody loves his work. Yeah. It was one of the most, his, his last exhibition at the Royal Academy was uh, definitely one of the most popular exhibitions ever. Um, he speaks to ordinary people because he looks and he looks for them. And he makes his version of what he sees, and he talks about how to see, yeah. uh, and how beautiful it is just to sit down on the side of a road with a canvas and paint what you see. Um, so, 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 did he inspire you? Well, I did. We inspire each other. The the interesting thing is, he went down a traditional track. Uh, he went to Bradford Art School, which was based on early 19th century painting tradition of people like Ruskin Spear and Whistler and uh, post-impressionism and so on, and ended there. Now, I was about to say, at the end of my first term, we got a new head of department who introduced right. a course based on the Bauhaus yeah. series. Wow. Which was essentially looking at far deeper kind of analysis of what art, what the ingredients. Yeah. Oscar Schlemmer's dance. Did you? Did well, you? Well, the, the first on? exercise is differentiating between a point and a line. Yeah. A point is one or no dimensional. A line is stretching the shortest distance between two points. Yeah. You can write that down by making a ruled line between two points. Um, you then expand it to an area and a surface, which is the basis of cubism, which is the background up, up, or the tabletop on which things are put, this side of the optical surface. Dear listeners, so you 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 hear David inhaled, he digested his art theory, don't you? Well, it it was t it, that was the beauty of that first year in the art school because we were introduced to modern art. In those days, art was in books by Thames and Hudson, which had two color plates, the rest of the picture in black and white. There was a book called Impressionism, and in, 
in the world of impressionism, yeah. something like uh, that. Being, we, we, being, we, we're going to find it and, and I'm going to yeah. put the links. But anyway, that book, I mean, we know what impressionism is. It's, it's the scatter and the mix of all the colours in your eye, as well as, you know, they're differentiated in raw pigment on the canvas, but you mix them into this beautiful fog that uh, Turner had to go out dealing with. Um, Monet did these pictures of the Thames fog in the morning with the, the fog. I was, I was. Yeah. I thought I saw the frog because I, no. I just had my interview with with Shirakintara and her lockdown frog. I said, oh, no, no, it didn't. Okay. I, 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 David. Yeah. I thank you very much. I would say this was very informative, and um, we leave it for this part now. Um, and. I hope guys you all liked it and you tune in to the next show. Bye! Bye bye. This is a listener supported show. If you like what you hear, be sure to tune in Friday for the second part of this weekly audio trip dish. I feel honored if you subscribe to the show. You can follow me non-financial with the following click on one of my Instagram accounts or subscribe the visual version of this podcast on YouTube via the link below. If you want to leave a donation for a coffee or a bus ticket, just follow the donation link via the Artitude podcast account. Eventually, I would like to thank through this medium all my members and listeners of the I Love West Cork Artists Network from all over the world just to remember myself that without you this year couldn't and wouldn't happen You have listened to Artitude West Cork's first art fashion and design podcast RT2, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.